Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Simon Miller. If you are watching this on YouTube live, welcome. Please make sure to ask all questions uh, in, the, in, the, in the comment section, the chat section, as they say. No one said, as they say, that's what everybody says. My point being is, the key with this one is we are going to delve into all, there's loads of news to talk about this week from WWE, but... We're also going to do some some pro wrestling training update stuff. So if you'd like to ask me a question, there's a little box I can look at right here. You can ask me that, and I'll answer whatever question you like. So we'll start there, because when we get into uh, the WWE and the pro wrestling stuff, that will kind of go off on our own little tangent. So we'll start with the training stuff. So yes, I have returned to pro wrestling training. There's been some ups and downs. I'm not going to talk about that specifically, but we're going. That's what matters. We're three weeks in. We're at Progress, uh, still going to go to Al Snow's as well. I haven't returned yet, but I am. They think I'm lying. I really will return. It's just life is crazy, as anyone that follows me knows. Um, a Machine, I will answer your question in a second. Um, but uh, yes, uh, I'm back. And the best thing uh, about what's happening this time, this is no, this is more on me. This isn't anything to do with the training, because both schools are incredible. I think most, rep, most reputable schools you go to in the UK now, and the world over, are going to give you some amazing wrestling training. But I don't know whether it's because I did it for a relatively long time before. I mean, not a huge amount of time, but you know, I got the basics down, for lack of a better term. And now I'm kind of going on a refresher course. I am much more confident, and I would say to a certain point, much more excited about I don't know. I mean, basically, before, I wouldn't say uh, I ummed and armed about it. I was very, I'm very focused individual, so I knew what I wanted to do. But there's something else this time. I feel more motivated. I feel more enthused. I feel more excited. And I walked away from a session recently thinking, you know what? I want to do this. Like, maybe I want to do this all the time. I mean, it's, I'm a bit old. Uh, so a machine asked us how I'm 33 years old, so I'm an old man. However... Again, I've always subscribed. We'll talk about this now. I've always subscribed to um, uh, subscribe. Go to you should subscribe to my new fitness channel as well, Fitness Gains. <laughs> Just throw that in there. Um, I've always subscribed to the theory that the best time to either do something is twenty years ago or today. Right? I did try and be a wrestler not twenty years ago, ten years ago. Uh, I just couldn't do it. Because, to be honest, and everyone leads different lives, right? For me, it's only really been the last five or so years where I've had the confidence to do this kind of stuff. We won't get into reasons why not. But, you know, I am, uh, in my early 30s, I am now completely uh, confident in who I am as an individual and, and proud to a certain extent of who I am as an individual. And I needed that to ensure that when you do something like pro wrestling training, you keep at it. I would have walked away before because of who I was as a person. And also, if I can make it, I'm not saying I'm going to, but if I can, that's a nice little story, I think. doesn't matter how old you are, you can do it. I don't mean I'm going to get to WWE. But if I even can get to the point where someone books me on one show, to me, that is a success. Anyway, my point being is I'm feeling a lot more confident. I'm feeling a lot more enthused. And I'm feeling a lot more excited to the point, like I said, I walked away the other day and I was like, man, I want to I wanna go back. You know, I, I want to do this more. Uh, my flip bumps, no problems whatsoever. I mean, they still need work. They're not perfect. But I mean, no landing on my head. Uh, my bumps in general feel better. I feel better health-wise, which is good. Uh, my grappling is getting there. 
Uh, my cardio is, is a lot better just because I was prepared and, and, and I like fitness anyway. So, yeah, and it really was it, – it's an amazing feeling because it is not easy. It's hard work. Like the, the first progress session that I went to, in the second, uh, the second round a week later, half the class had uh, didn't turn up. And that is no disrespect to them. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a, it's a good thing. I think you went – as long as they got in touch with the trainers and let them know they weren't going to come back, you've got to be respectful. But that's the key to me. Um, there's nothing wrong with trying wrestling training for the first time, realizing it's not for you, and walking away. It's not going to be for everybody. Like I said before in the in the videos that you know from way back when, when I did my first session, my brain said to me, Miller, just leave, just walk out. They'll think you're a weird guy, but who cares? You won't have to do this anymore. I didn't do that. I persevered. Here I am, over a year later. I'm still going at it. There were some bumps in the road, of course, and now I genuinely feel more excited about it than I ever have done. So if you are thinking about doing it and you do want to go out there, don't worry if you want to quit. It doesn't make you a failure. There's no such thing as failing in life. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. It, you know, it's, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, but it doesn't. Like, just because I tried wrestling, it wasn't for me. Okay, maybe you become a commentator. Maybe you become a manager. Maybe you become a critique. Maybe you decide, you know what, I just want to watch this on TV, but you gave it a go. And even if you don't want to give it a go, good for you. Everybody's different. I hate all this, oh, you can't quit. Quitting is bad. No, it's not. If you're not enjoying something, quit. But don't quit for the wrong reasons. Quit for the right reasons. Anyway, my point being is, I've, I've definitely got the bug. Like, I, I think I had it before, but I, I'm 100% sure now. And I know there's going to be, I'll land on my head again, or I have a bad session, or I won't be able to get something down, or I struggle, or something will happen where I'm like, man, now I feel a bit shit again. But that's okay, as long as I persevere and get to the other side. My point being is, right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Like, I, I had a really good session. I was like, man, I want to be a wrestler. <laughs> Not saying I'm going to be a very good wrestler, but I definitely, I definitely want to be a wrestler. So we'll have a match, one way or the other. We'll get to that damn match, and if I, if I look back and go, Simon, you just not cut out for this, then I walk away. But you know, I'm, I love it. It's the highlight of my week at the moment. So that's, that's wonderful. I did want to. The main thing I wanted to, uh, to do here is I wanted to answer some questions. Uh, Cob Mob, Cob One Mob Two says, "What would your finisher be, and what would you name it?" I don't know about that, but I am seriously considering uh, incorporating all the Y stuff into my character. I think it kind of works, right? I'm gonna. I mean, not stuff like this is a very uh, a light end one, but uh, what do you? You know what? Uh, why am I gonna? You're gonna. I'm about to kick your ass. Why? Here's why. And you kick someone's ass. I can get it all over my whatever I decide to wear. I think there's something in that, but I'll, I'll explore it. Um, Machine, what is your finish in love? Oh, you mean move? <laughs> your, I don't know. I, I, I won't get to, I, I don't mind thinking about names and attire and gimmicks. I'm not going to get to the point where I'm thinking about finishing moves and stuff like that because I just think that's a bit disrespectful. I think I've still got a long way to go. Like, I'm not going to be having a match next month or anything like that. I'm still learning. And those, you know, it's good to have those thoughts and ideas, but at the same time, let them grow naturally and not get ahead of yourself because I've still got a lot of, like, again, I'm, I'm young, I'm green as they say, uh, I don't want to disrespect anybody by being like, oh, I'm the big boy on campus, which is not uh, not the case at all. The lights in here are awful. The lights make it like I never sleep. Ah, who cares? Um, Robert Perez, how much training involved? I don't, I, well, lots. It's wrestling training, so there's a lot of training. Do you mean like cardio? In terms of cardio, it's the cardio is it's always tough, but it has to be tough because... What I think, and I, this is speaking from my perspective, so I can only assume it could be the same for others, is what you don't really understand, that's not fair, what you don't really respect when you're watching wrestling is getting down on the mat and then popping back up, it's hard. Like Later on, just go stand somewhere that's safe, throw yourself to your back, 
get up, throw yourself into your back, get up, throw it. See how many you can do until you're like, geez, it's difficult. And that's before everything else you're doing. So there is a lot of, uh, a lot of cardio involved. I mean, it's hard. Like when we finish the cardio session at any of the schools I've been to, I feel, you know, I like it because I'm a bit of a uh, sadist, I guess. Uh, but I, I get a kick out of the, of the car. I, I like pushing myself. I like that feeling of, oh my gosh, I can't do this. And you find a way to get through. That's what I built my whole life on. Uh, Brad Bourne, do you recommend it just as a way to keep fit? Absolutely. There's a guy in there at the moment that's turned up just because he likes to keep fit and he likes wrestling. So he's there. I don't think you have to go into re As long as you respect the process, this is the most important. I know respect is a word that goes around a lot, but it's the same with anything like this. As long as you respect the process, not going there being like, oh, it's all fake, like an idiot. Of course you can use it as just a way to get fit. It's about enjoying it. It's about enjoying it. It doesn't mean you should be laughing around and being a dick. Of course not. But as long as you're listening to your coach, listening, you know, doing your best, trying hard, then yeah, of course it's a fight to keep fit. And look, you may just get a passion and a bug for it, and, and you may uh, keep on going. Jacking Muffin says, what's your diet, Simon? I think we can, we can tap into that here, because it is about fitness. I mean, do you want me to run through my entire diet? Like, you want me to do meal one to meal six? I mean, it's, it's a lot of protein. It's a lot of, uh, you know, so for breakfast, for example, I have six eggs. I have two chicken sausages and I have four pieces of Vogel bread. Vogel bread's just a, a, a bread that I just digest better. And then it's stuff, it's chicken, sweet potato, it's oats and whey protein, it's rice and mints. Uh, my post-workout is just loads of cereal and loads of whey. And then I have Greek yogurt before I go to bed. So, you know, it's, it's all the basic stuff. There's no real, all you've really got to do is figure out what your macros are. Figure out how many carbs you want, fats you need, proteins, all of that. I'm not much of a calorie guy. I'm more of a macro, uh, an individual macros guy. And just seeing how you look in the mirror, how you respond on the scale. But again, you could, if you're doing enough cardio and you're, doing, you're building up your heart resistance, you, you can then, then you don't even think about that. Get that done, then figure out what, what can I eat before I start to feel unhealthy. This is in specific to wrestling, of course, different if you're bodybuilding, you want a, a certain look. Um, but yeah, I think it is going to help because you're going to feel healthier. Um, where someone just said about uh, how the, the smallest guy in my class... I, that, uh, that sounds more disparaging than I'd like it to. But yes, there are some small guys in my class. I think you can be a small dude and go and make it. It's all about making yourself stand out, right? That's what wrestlers in 2017 especially have done. So never, never, please, please, from the bottom of my heart, never don't do it because you think you're too small. Please never do that. Go prove everybody wrong. Loads of people said to me, Miller, you can't do this. You're 33. Maybe they're right. But let me prove them right or wrong. Don't let them prove you right or wrong. So even if you're three foot five and you weigh a dime and a half, just go. If you want to do it, please just go. I support you uh, in everything you do. There's a dude in my class called Max. He was 14 years old. Now, he's probably going to be WWE champion one day because he started so young and he's got balls of steel. I couldn't have done it when I was 14. But don't let anybody stop you. Don't let anybody say no. Yes, you can do it. You can do it. Even if you can't do it, go find out for yourself. Uh... Cobb one, Cobb two. How long do you think you could do a match for? Well, not very long at the moment. <laughs> we're not, we're, we're we're not there. Um, a lot of people asking me about my finishing move. We, uh, yeah, we. I don't know. I don't know. Right, it's going to tie into uh, a thousand, a thousand other things. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. But right now, I want to get the basics down. I want to take it week by week. I don't like getting ahead of myself. Again, it's good to have those ideas. Let them do this, build up in your brain. And we go from there. This is an interesting question. Marco Barr, do fat wrestlers annoy you? I mean, all the training you do to get in shape and some people just get the job because they're fat and can throw someone about, yeah? 
that's uh, I don't deserve it any more than them just because I enjoy going to the gym. I'm sure they go to the gym too. They just have a different look. That's the beauty of pro wrestling, right? Fat, thin, muscly, small, big, whatever. If you can make yourself stand out and you can get over, as people say, it doesn't matter what you look like. Or it does matter what you look like and you figure out a way to make it work. So absolutely no, I don't, I don't deem myself any better or worse because of anything, especially my physique. Jeez, I just like going to the gym. That's all it is. The gym has always been a very introspective thing for me. It's where I focus the most. It's what I enjoy. It gives me structure to my day. And I like all those things. Uh, Sammy Aljundi says, have you tried to jump on the rope and do a phenomenal elbow? No, and I never will. Like another thing that I'll hopefully never do is get smashed in the head with a steel chair. Because again, I am a lot older. I've done a lot of reading about CTE. It's just not a path I want to go down. Not me being a idiot, not me being like, oh, rah, rah. I just, I don't want to have Alzheimer's when I'm 70 years old. And there's a lot of... Uh, uh, evidence to suggest that could be the case. But we'll see what kind of wrestler I become. You don't know. Maybe somebody will smack me in the head with a steel chair one day and it will be the best thing I've ever done. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Kind of what happened with squats, right? Love squats. Don't have any knees anymore. So probably should have stopped squats, but didn't. Uh, Alfred Dorr, if you were a babyface, how much Millbob would you channel? And conversely, how much Miller Report would you channel for being a heel? Well, I'd never do Millbob as a face. He's not a face, Millbob. He's an annoying, annoying YouTuber. One day, depending on how it all goes, and again, this is very pie-in-the-sky stuff, I wouldn't be adverse to doing the Miller Report character as a heel bad guy in wrestling, because that's essentially where he was born from, right? That was, his, that was my inspiration for him. So yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um, uh, Robert Perez, have you trained with young men, old guys, women? Yeah, there's loads of people in my classes. Older dudes, younger dudes, women, girls, boys, blokes, everything. Like, wrestling is not, I think Cody Rhodes said it best, right? Wrestling is, uh, is welcoming to all. So yeah, if you want to go do it, you should you should absolutely you should just go and do it. You should just go and do it. Some people ask me about my my entrance as well. I think I'd probably get my band to write my entrance music. I think we'd sit down and come up with something because I just think it would make it more personal for me. And also I think I know what a good entrance theme goes. I've I've listened to enough. I think we all do deep down. So I'd probably I'd probably write uh, uh write something in that sense. So yeah, we'll see. The point is at the moment. It's going well, and I really do like, I, I mean, it was every Thursday, we're Friday, obviously, today, I can't wait till next Thursday, genuinely cannot wait to go back, and I'm actually enjoying flip bumps now, touch wood, the last thing I want to do is, I did, I did scrape my head a little the other day, because I was concentrating on the wrong things, uh, because I did one, and I didn't hit flat, and I was alright, I got up, I did another one, maybe it's just confidence, right, maybe it's confidence, focus, I mean, that is, that's everything, confidence and focus is, is so important. Uh, Joe Gollins, do you have to join classes and the start of the new break things? I think you may need to rephrase that, Joe. I, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Do you have to join? I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, rephrase it and I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it and ask it. But yeah, so, so far, three weeks in, five weeks to go on the beginner's course, then we get an exam. Will I pass that? I don't know. I'd like to think I will because I want to be confident, but you just, you just don't know. Uh, but yeah, right now, doing falls, doing bumps doing grappling, doing cardio, doing rolls. My rolls are better. Still not perfect. Still need a lot of work there, but I feel more confident. But I just think it's a confidence thing. And maybe that's something I want to put out there today as well while we're doing this. If you're confident, uh, it just makes things a lot more fun and, and, a, lot more, and a lot more exciting. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I highly recommend going to Al Snows. I highly recommend going to Progress. Uh, if you're up north, there's some Al Snow schools up there too. Plus, I'm sure there are other ones you can join. I think if they have a reputation and they're reputable and they have good people running them, you're going to get some damn good wrestling training. Uh, just remember it's hard. 
it is hard work. Go go there in as good a cardio shape as you can. But I truly believe no matter what shape you go in, you'll still be puffing and blowing by the end of it because wrestling is a cardio all of all on its own. So the only way to get better at cardio is to is to go do it. Jordan, would you wrestle as Simon Miller or have a wrestling name? I think I'd wrestle as Simon Miller just because, you know, I do. Some, a lot of people know me as Simon Miller from the What Culture stuff. That's obviously tied into wrestling. So yeah, I think probably you've got to use, uh, got to use your name. So yeah, I'd probably be Simon Miller, but it doesn't mean we can't put something in there like Simon Power Mountain Miller. I'm not going to call it that. Maybe my finisher would be called The Power Mountain. Like I'm from 1984. Um, Alfred Dorr, you come from a similar area as me and we're a similar age. Did you go meet The Undertaker when he came to Milton Keynes back in the early 90s? No, I didn't. But I hope you did, Alfred. And I hope you had a lovely time. That's a very specific question. I like that. That That's made me uh, happy. Someone suggested Simon Killer Miller. I mean, it's a bit... I like it, but it's a bit... Is it too done? There's been a lot of killers. But maybe, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Simon Crazy Legs Miller. I mean, yeah, why not? Queen Melissa says, can we have you as WWE champ already? In my dreams. I don't, look, as a 33-year-old man, I don't think necessarily I'm what WWE is looking for. That's just being realistic. I'm not saying the opportunity can't come up. Look at someone like James Ellsworth that completely uh, rewrote the rule book. But yeah, I don't think, uh, uh, who knows? But that's not my goal with all of this. I mean, well, I work in baby steps goals anyway because I'm a bodybuilder and that's what bodybuilders do. So my first goal is to pass the training course. That's it. That's as far as forward as I think. And then hopefully I'll do that. Then it will be, right, get to the point where you can have a match in your training school. Then I'll do that. Then it will be have a match in front of people and i just take it from there. Maybe I do one match and go, that was all I needed. I don't know. So, man, someone's just suggested that. We're not called, we're not, that's not going to be my name. <laughs> Uh, Alfred did go and meet The Undertaker. Three hours in a car park. Good for you. When I was 16, so late 90s, I did queue up for hours at HMV. No, it's Virgin Megastore. That's how old it was to meet The Rock and The Big Show. And I was so excited about meeting The Rock, I just ignored The Big Show. And he looked at me really upsettingly and I had to sort of skulk back to him and shake his hand. I felt like a right idiot. I did that. And my mate sang to him as well. My mate sang Smackdown Hotel to him and The Rock looked incredibly pleased and they showed one of those highlight clips on raw and i was on raw for about three seconds what a day saying that when raw came to l's court in like 2008 or whatever it was uh no earlier than that i don't know at some point in that time period probably 2005 no i don't know in that 2008 2005 uh triple i got front my mate got front row tickets uh if you find the episode of raw it is on youtube or daily motion i saw it years ago because I'm a because I love Triple H back then, although out of context, it doesn't look like this. When Triple H takes his top off because he's having an altercation with someone, he does it in the aisle well, aisle, aisle way next to where uh, my seats are. I start cheering. So Triple H takes his top off, and I'm going, "Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. It's genuinely awful." Um, we'll get to that Thomas thing. Thomas thinks, "What do you think of Jimmy Jacobs getting fired for the Young Buck photo?" I said we're going to do 20 minutes of pro wrestling journey. So we're just, uh, any questions you've got now about pro wrestling training, ask them now. Uh, And then we are going to segue into, I'll get my list up to tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about Neville walking out. We're going to talk about Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon and Sami Zayn from Hell in a Cell and SmackDown. We're going to talk about The Shield and we are going to talk about Jimmy Jacobs being fired. That is the, um, the week in wrestling. Uh, so I will give you just a few seconds of me rambling to see if there's any more pro wrestling training questions, and then we'll segue into it. In fact, we'll just segue into it now. And if I see any, we can pop in and pop out. So anyway, biggest news of the week is that Neville 
Well, we don't know, right? There's a lot of conflicting reports. Some say Neville walked out before Raw because he didn't want to lose en- to lose to Enzo Amore. Some say he wasn't even called to TV in the first place because he'd already told officials he wants his release from the company. We don't know. At the moment, it's all speculation and rumour. Uh, I understand why it's interesting to talk about because it's a big name who wants to leave. However, at the moment, we aren't dealing in facts. I think it's uh, it's important to underline that. Um as I said, I jump in. Uh, Hernan Hernan Hernandez, what's the nastiest bump you've taken while training? Just go to What Culture w, uh, Wrestling on YouTube. Find the one where I scalp my head open. I scalp my head open while doing a flip bump. It made me want to quit. I didn't. I'm glad I didn't. I hurt my neck. I was screwed up for weeks. I really, I no sold that as they say, but I was in bad shape, uh, and that's all been documented on What Culture Wrestling, so you can go and watch that. Uh, Auburn Phoenix, I'm training to be a wrestler too. Good for you, Auburn. Go kick its ass. It's so much fun. Any tips for perseverance? Just keep doing it. Cardio, building up uh, a second wind is all about do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. So uh, never stop, basically. Uh, uh, never, never ever stop. Right, Neville. I don't blame him for leaving. If he, Let's say he's left, right? Let's say he's walked out just because it makes for a better conversation. I don't blame him because 205 Live is... I mean, I don't watch it. I watch it on Raw, and if they ever do bits on SmackDown, I watch it because I watch Raw and SmackDown, but I don't tune into 205 Live. And a big reason for that is because there's just too much wrestling on TV and I don't have the time to dedicate to it. But also, I don't really have a reason to tune in. Like, I was tuning in at one point to watch Neville, but again, this isn't his fault. They were never really doing anything, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, productive with his character. Like, they weren't, it wasn't developing really, and then they decided Enzo would be the new star, so Neville kind of faded into the distance. So I can completely understand why a professional wrestler, especially someone who is as talented as Neville, and within 2017, seems to have got all the character stuff down as well. I think he's been the best heel this year in terms of a person that's just become a heel. And then you find out that you're just trapped in that division, which feels like it's going nowhere. Austin Aries obviously felt the same way. That's why he left. I imagine, much like Austin Aries, uh, Neville was annoyed that his WrestleMania match with Austin Aries didn't make it onto the WrestleMania DVD. A, that's a slap in the face to begin with. But on top of that, he doesn't make any money from that. And WrestleMania is supposed to be a big day, payday for everyone. So it's... It, you can, I can understand. Like, WWE, of course, for, for many people... Probably, I won't say for all wrestlers, but 99% is the... Is, is the promised land, is the chosen place you want to be. But if nothing else, because it's going to make you feel like you've been a success. You're in that company you've been watching since you were a kid. You can still be a successful wrestler and not be in WWE, but internally, I imagine that's the case. So if you have self-belief and you know how good you are, and you go on the internet, you see everyone raving about you, and yet you've already been pigeonholed to the point that you're never going to go for the WWE title, you're not going to fight the likes of Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, uh, the first two who you've probably fought on the indie scene before, you probably think, where's my career going? If anything, I'm stagnating and my stock is going down. On top of that, you've got the indie scene, which is growing and growing every day. It's almost like the new version of WCW in the sense you can go to New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, PWG, all that kind of stuff, and make a buzz. Now, you don't have the same exposure and you don't have the same... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Uh, uh, platform as the WWE will give you, but people are still going to talk about you. Squared Circle on Reddit's going to love you. Twitter's going to love you. Social media has made all that possible. And look at someone like Drew McIntyre, right? Neville could look at that dude, you know, a fellow, a fellow Brit, and be like, "Well, I should do, I should do what he did," because Neville is one of a kind and he's unique. So I completely understand why he would. He probably felt like he's 31 years old. He's entering his peak years, and he probably thought, 
where am I going with this? The Cruiserweight Champion is great, but I want to be WWE Champion. And it's all well and good for us to go, well, you'll never be WWE Champion. Jinder Mahal is WWE Champion. Neville could easily one day be in the position to be WWE Champion, but not on 205 Live. And I think that's the sticking point. I've actually done a bigger video for this on What Culture, which I don't think is up yet, but keep an eye on What Culture Wrestling for that. Um, PD Dog Games says, come on, Simon, I'm going to school. I don't, was, what, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you need more context unless I've missed something else. Uh, but yeah, so my point being is I never want any wrestler that I like to, you know, uh, to walk out. Of course I don't. That's, uh, that's, I want everyone to be happy with big smiles on their faces. But you can understand it. I think there's a, a logic to it and there's a reason as to why he would think, you know what, I probably need to, I need to start again. I need to go out, I need to get that buzz back. I need to start feeling like a main event guy again because at the moment I don't feel like that. And again, who's watching 205 Live? Apparently the 205 Live ratings, even with Enzo recently, were abysmal. I don't blame the talent. I don't think they're allowed to be cruiserweight. If I knew they were doing badass cruiserweight matches like you see in New Japan or Ring of Honor, then I'd probably tune in. But uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't think that, uh, I don't think it's the worst decision in the world given how talented he is given how much he would be appreciated and respected and money he could make on the indie scene, we'll see what happens, right? I do think it's going to be an interesting 12 or so months for the indie scene, though, especially something like Ring of Honor. Imagine Neville goes back there. Imagine Daniel Bryan gets released next October for his contract or whenever it's up and he goes there. You're in a position where you've got proper stars on that brand. Maybe it can sell out a 10,000-seater 10, venue like Cody Rhodes said. You just never know. You just never know. But... Um, yeah, that is, I don't blame him, is, is the long and the short of it. I mean, let me know what you think in the comments. I can't believe anybody would be like, oh, this is t Neville, what an asshole. You know, and I get it, he's, he, he, he is living his dream, but he, he worked damn hard to get there. I and mean, if you follow Puck on the indie scene, or Pack, however you want to pronounce it, that man worked his ass off. And I'm sure he's got all the self-belief in the world that he deserves to be WWE champion. So, you know... Believe in yourself. Bet on yourself. And he's, where is he going in WWE? 205 Live is a death knell at the moment. It could be changed, but you've got to allow the cruiserweights to be cruiserweights, and that's the big problem. So, uh, so yeah, that's my, that's my take on the... I mean, Auburn Phoenix says, 205 Live restricts talent by placing them in one character, car, uh, category. Do you think if 205 Live went away, would the smaller guys get more chances or would they be relegated? Who knows, right? It's a great idea. It's a great concept. But yeah, they're not allowed to be cruiserweights. And Neville was used okay before he was on 205 Live. It's just a shame he couldn't have been this Hill character on the main roster. I think you could have a Dean Ambrose versus Neville program, Rollins versus Neville. I don't think he'd be out of place. Could you do Neville versus Braun Strowman? I think they'd have a great match. I mean, you'd swat him away like a fly because that's how WWE books. But they'd have a great match. Neville knows what he's doing. Uh, Ted Star 2, not pronounced right. Do you think a feud with AJ, the one that built SmackDown Live, will help Jinder, the WWE champion that burned SmackDown? <laughs> Uh, well, apparently that is... I mean, we're moving into SmackDown stuff now. Apparently the rumor is we're going to get Smack, uh, AJ versus Jinder Mahal. Makes no sense booking-wise. He loses his US title belt to Corbin and then goes into the main event picture, but who cares? Um, I think they'll have good matches, but I don't think Jinder Mahal is a good WWE champion. Again, I don't put the blame on him. He got put in a situation that he was always going to fail. Uh, he wasn't allowed to build up his character. If you'd given him a few months to build up, he'd feel awesome right now, I'm sure. And I bet we'd all be behind him. Uh, they'll have good matches, but to me, the Jinder Mahal experiment just isn't working because he doesn't feel like WWE champion to me. And if Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal isn't going to get me excited about a title program, I don't see why AJ Styles would. I'll enjoy it for what it is, but it's not going to feel like a world title program. 
you know, Brock Lesnar doesn't turn up to TV, but at least he feels like the world champion when he does. Jinder Mahal does not. And it's mostly because of bad booking. Every match ends the same. The over-reliance on the Singh brothers, who I do like. Uh, feuds that aren't booked like main events. I mean, it wasn't the main event at Hell in the Cell, which kind of sums up how WWE sees it. I know McMahon was in it, but still. So, yeah, I don't... I, I, I want AJ Styles to be in the main event picture because that's where he should be, but... Yeah, it's, he's not... I don't, it's not enough to make that start feeling like a, a main event thing again. Uh, Alt Jossie, what is your honest opinion of Jinder retaining the title for this long? Do you see more potential in him? I think all wrestlers that make it to WWE have potential. He wouldn't be there otherwise, but you can't just throw somebody into the deep end. It just doesn't work. Or well, I don't think it, or at least it hasn't worked in this case. I think Jinder Mahal's fine. It just doesn't feel like WWE champion because there was no road to him to become WWE champion. Look what they did with Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Stone Cold Steve Austin does a King of the Ring promo. He did not become Stone Cold Steve Austin the next day. There was 18 months or whatever it was uh, of build to make him Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it was that build that made him the star he was because he had stuff with Brian Pillman. He had stuff with Bret Hart. He developed as a character. He stunned Sergeant Slaughter. He stunned Vince Manny, He stunned Jim Ross. There was all this effort and time put into him to make him feel like a big deal. They didn't rush. You can't just take someone and go, he's your champion now. It's like, no, he's not. Because you've told me for two years, if not more, that he's just some joke. So it's not Jinder's fault. It's just the way that he, he gets... Perception is reality, right? No matter how, if, how someone comes across, it's how you take them. Like, let's say that I was a miserable so-and-so, right? I'm an angry, pissed-off twat. If I come on live videos like this and I'm like, hey, smiley, smiley, think, oh, Miller's a happy, smiley guy, because that's the perception you have on me. And it's the same with wrestling. You've been told for three years or whatever it is that Jinder Mahal is nothing more than a, a, a jobber guy. You can't all of a sudden start accepting that he's a wrestler without proper things put in place to make him feel that way. I think it's a wrestler, WWE champion. Anyway, that's how I... Uh, I don't think he's bad, though. No wrestler in WWE is bad, honestly. Like, even just watch how any wrestler in WWE does a headlock takeover. Now, nobody respects something like a headlock takeover because nor should you. There's no need. You don't need to look at wrestling that fiddly. I'm not saying, oh, I've tried to be a wrestler. I don't mean it like that either. However, I'm just saying from my perspective, because I know how hard it is to do a headlock takeover. When you see anybody in WWE and how smoothly they do it, you're like, no wonder you're there. You're very skilled. This isn't about this. I mean, he, he, he could be having better matches that feel more like main events. However, that, that has not to do with gender. Right? That's to do with the way that he's treated. As a wrestler, there's a reason he's there. And yeah, sure, he ticks the, oh, he's got an Indian heritage box. But that, that isn't, I mean, whether you think that's right or wrong, that's not specific to pro wrestling. That is, that's just entertainment, really. Like even when a film studio is looking for a certain thing, you know, the, 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 uh, the audition will say, man, 12 to 35, Asian origin. You know, that, that's what they want. They want to tick boxes. That's just the world we live in. Jinder ticked the box. But they wouldn't have hired him if he was rubbish. I mean, there is an exception to that rule. If you're a massive dude, then yeah, they probably will book you because you look good. But however, that's another part of wrestling, right? If you look, look at Braun Strowman. He's not the great, greatest wrestler in the world, but we love him because he's fun. And that's the key. I don't necessarily think Jinder's fun right now because he's not allowed to be fun. That's just my point of it. Uh, some vids. Do you think there's too much wrestling from WWE these days? And do you think Raw should be two hours? There is too much wrestling for me. But again, if it's ticking all of WWE's boxes, then it's going to be different per person. Raw should be two hours, but I understand why it's three. They make a lot of money from that third hour. Uh, but I'd like all wrestling. To me, a two-hour weekly wrestling show is perfect. So when I watch SmackDown, I'm like, man, it's a breeze. When I watch NXT, I'm like, that barely existed. Three hours is too long for anything. I don't want to watch three hours of wrestling. I don't want to watch three hours of football. 
I don't want to have sex for three hours. I go to the gym for three hours. <laughs> That's the exception. But I don't want to do anything for three, three hours. Let's say you're up for 12 hours. I mean, you're not having a very long day, but you, you cut, you're down to nine. <laughs> it's too much. It's absolutely too much. Uh, I was this. Someone just started following me. Oh, not what? That's a thing. That's weird. Can follow people on Apple Music now. Uh, Robert Perez, Simon, does it annoy you when people keep saying to give others opportunities in the WWE like Nia and Emma? Nia's chant would be horrible. Every match would be a squash. My Emma is okay. No, not at all. Give everyone opportunity, but make sure you're giving them the platform to make the most of that opportunity. Tying back into the Jinder stuff. I don't think he was given the most of the opportunity. However, I think everybody in WWE deserves an opportunity. Whether you like them, hate them, they're there. Use them. See if they sink or swim. Take that information. Process it. Uh, moving on to the next thing. Um, I think it's Mikel Simeo. I hope so, Mikel. Hey, Simon, will the IC title ever be relevant again? Not if they don't start defending it on pay-per-views. I think The Miz has done a great job with it, but it's never the centerpiece of any feud. That's the problem. It's always a, a, a prop. You know, it's always in the past. That's what sucks. But hopefully... Yes, I miss those days. Right, on the subject of SmackDown, obviously at Hell in the Cell, we had Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus... No, we didn't. We had Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon in the Hell in the Cell. Decent match, I thought. Both bumps, be that Kevin Owens falling off the side of the cell or Shane McMahon jumping off of it, which is just nuts. Just amazing to see. I mean, whether you think it's right or wrong, that's up to you. But incredible all around. Um... And I never saw the Sami Zayn thing coming. We did a Hell in a Cell prediction show, which you can check out now on the channel. Uh, and I was surprised that a lot of people predicted Sami Zayn going heel. I never thought they'd do that. I thought he was just being used as a tool. But I'm glad they got me. I like being swerved. I like being tricked. And I especially like that on SmackDown, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn cut great promos where Sami Zayn... Um, it was just spot on. He didn't even really sound like a heel. I was like, yeah, Sammy, I actually, I actually think I agree with you. You're right. He has been treated badly. Shane McMahon did fob him off. Uh, you know, he has every right to try, to try and change things up. And I do, when I saw them together, when I saw Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn turning side by side, as silly as it is to a certain extent, because I had this massive feud and they hate each other, and, you know, Kevin Owens cost Sami Zayn his NXT title and all this nonsense... They, they have such good chemistry, I liked it. And if they do get put into the tag team division, especially if we're going to keep Orton and Nakamura as a team, which I didn't think about the other day, that's fun. Make SmackDown the awesome tag team brand. I'm all right with that. So I thought all of this was great. I thought the match was great. I thought the fallout was great. I thought SmackDown did an even better job of sort of cementing all of that. I'm excited to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn as a team. Hopefully we keep Shane McMahon off TV a while because I like the idea of selling his injuries. He jumped off the top of a cell, for goodness sake. I saw one person go, the table was clearly padded. Go and jump off a 20-foot cell or whatever it is onto a mat. It's, you're not going to go like, oh, there's nothing. Even if you jump into water, it's going to hurt. Crazy, crazy. Um, just checking questions. <laughs> the Ouija brothers say, would you ever go on a ghost hunt? <laughs> yeah, I've been on one before. It's really fun. I liked it mostly because it gave me a historic perspective on things. and I got to see old buildings, which I like because I'm a massive nerd. That's hilarious. Mickey Webb, hey, Simon, big fan, living the dream, brother. Uh, you too, Mickey, You're, we're all living the dream. That's very kind, thank you very much. But yeah, I, I just thought that, um, I'm intrigued to see what they do now, because to me, the main event stuff feels like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, right? I almost want Kevin Owens to be universal champion and Sami Zayn to be his little, his little running buddy. I think that'd be so much better, especially, oh, man, and then they could go against AJ Styles. That's a much better feud. Oh, man, that makes me mad. That'd be so good. Sami Zayn keeps getting involved and screwing over Styles, then we can have some Styles-Sami Zayn matches. I should book WWE, only in this aspect. Uh, we'll mention Rusev as well. I don't know what's going on with Rusev. I did, 
I did mind that Rusev lost the hell of the cell to Orton because I didn't want him to lose. What I hated the most was in the tag match on SmackDown, which was Jinder, Jinder, Shinsuke and Randy versus Rusev in English. Rusev just felt like an enhancement guy. And that made me sad. Rusev is so talented. Why isn't he a face? Everyone loves Rusev. Orton wants to be a heel. Rusev should be a face. And yet, I guess they just don't see much in Rusev. How? I don't know. He's good in the ring. He's different. He looks hilarious. I don't get it. But no, I I thought, uh, I mean, nothing else really much happened on SmackDown, did it? Am I missing anything? Dolph Ziggler, Bobby Roode. I mean, it just, whatever. The women's stuff was okay, but it's a bit like just get all the women in a match, which I'm, I'm never a big fan of. I can't even think. US title stuff, I, I didn't mind that. Like, If you're going to push Baron Corbin, yeah, have him beat AJ Styles clean. It's not going to hurt AJ Styles. Baron Corbin needs the win. What I really didn't like about Hell in a Cell was they threw Ty Dillinger in there. And you could tell he just threw him in there. It wasn't even on SmackDown. I don't like that. If you're going to push someone, push them. Wins and losses do matter. Let Baron Corbin say, hey, I beat AJ Styles clean. That means something. Well, it means something to me anyway. Uh, Lionel Messi. Imagine it was actual Lionel Messi. Do you think Aiden English would pass an X Factor audition? Yeah, you would. I really like Aiden English's gimmick. I think he's really good. I'm glad he's being focused on. And I'm glad Brizango had a match. Sucks they took the pin. Sucks even more that apparently some people backstage in WWE don't think the Fashion Files is funny. How can that be a thing? I don't think the Fashion Files is funny. Of course you don't. Humor is subjective. You can't find everything funny. So that was ridiculous. Uh, the Peachy Boys. Hi, Simon. When do you think Cena will beat the world championship record and who do you think he'll beat it for? Maybe Jinder at WrestleMania 34. I was thinking about this the other day. Who else does Cena have next year? Brock Lesnar and, and Roman Reigns are going to be tied up for that. Jinder's probably still going to be champion. He needs a strong baby face to win. Give it to John Cena. So I imagine I imagine then. Uh, right, on to Raw. The Shield did have their big comeback. Started off the show. Kicked it off. I thought it was... Um, I thought it was as well done as they could have done, really. I thought it was hilarious that when uh, Roman Reigns slash The Shield's music started playing after they'd beaten up The Miz, people started to boo like Pavlovian dogs. I mean, how WWE can't look back now and go, oh, we should have given Roman new music. What are you going to do? And then we cut to the promos backstage. Seth Rollins gets cheered. Dean Ambrose gets cheered. Roman gets booed. It's never going to help Roman Reigns this. As soon as The Shield disbands, we're going to be back to booing Roman Reigns. However, let's not worry about that. Let's just worry about what we've got now. Let's worry about the fact that it is fun. Like I know it's young nostalgia, but nostalgia is fun regardless. I did like seeing them back together. They do work very well together. When they all put their fists in to do the, the, the salute, you know, I got, I, got the, I got the buzz. They're just... Uh, it's just great, and I actually think, as good as they are individually, and I do think they're all good individually, they're much stronger when they're together. I'd treat them up the new day. I'd never break them up properly again. They can go off on their own, but they're always a team. What I think will actually happen is I think Ambrose will turn on Rollins. Reigns will just go off and do his own thing. That's fine. Ambrose and Rollins at Mania is a good match. I, I don't have much. Especially Ambrose as a heel. I think Ambrose as a heel could do, could do great things. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it was, it's good. Is it too early? Does it feel a bit like we're in that time of the year where usually we bring people back? We don't actually have anyone else to bring back? Absolutely. I know people think it's, it feels a bit forced because they're taking on, obviously, Braun, Sheamus and Cesaro and The Miz. Not really. It's kind of like, who do we have at the moment? But you know what? It's fun. It's good. I enjoyed it on TV. I'm not going to overthink it. I look forward to the TLC main event. I think that will be fun. I just like, I like seeing Roman get cheered because I'm so sick of this whole the, the main face of the company doesn't get cheered. It got old with Cena after a while. Now we've just segued straight into Roman. I like it when the good guy gets cheered and the bad guy gets booed because I'm old and we haven't seen that in a while, so it feels fresh. Uh, 
so yeah, Mikel also says, when will the author, authors of Pain make their WWE debut? I hope not soon. There's no rush. There's no rush at the moment. So um, take your time. Take your time. But yeah, I, I did think that was a, a really solid start to Raw. Touched on the Neville stuff. Enzo versus Callisto, fine. Callisto winning the belt was a bit out of nowhere, but what are you going to do? And that, I mean, the Shield stuff kind of took over, right? Because Braun's involved in that. Obviously, the IC title and the tag titles get wrapped up in that as well. Brock Lesnar's not on the show at the moment. Oh, wait. Yeah. Bray Wyatt or Sister Abigail. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm just staring off into the distance. And uh, he put a shawl over his head and started talking like a woman. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I'm saying given everything else that Bray Wyatt has done and what you want to do with him, I don't think this was necessarily the best idea. And then Finn Balor has to act scared, and that's ridiculous. And then on top of that, he says, I know what I've got to do. What are you going to do? Are you going to dress up like a woman too? I hated it. It's a man in paint versus Bray Wyatt wearing a shawl and talking like a woman. It wasn't scary. It was stupid. And I'm all for dumb stuff in wrestling. It's such a juxtaposition, there you go, there's a word, between what they want Bray Wyatt to be and what he is, that all they seem to be doing is running him into the ground. I think Bray Wyatt has been running to the ground so much, you've got to start again. <laughs> change his entrance, change everything. They won't, it'll be Bray Wyatt forever, but I didn't like it. If you did like it, if you're in the comments and you're watching live now, let me know what you thought. Um, if you liked it especially, I want to hear from you, because... I just, who was this for? Who's going to watch this and go, oh, that was scary. Or oh, I want to see Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt now. And again, what happens at their match at TLC? Finn Balor wins. Why did you bother Bray Wyatt? What a waste of time. Bray Wyatt wins. What does that say about Finn Balor? Then we have to get another match in this feud as well. I hated it. As you can tell, really, really despised it. <laughs> I thought it was rubbish. <laughs> oh, dear. I, you know, I've never really got Bray Wyatt, you know. Now I look back, I don't think I ever got him. Not 100%. I was always waiting for him to become the character I wanted him to be, and he never got there. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, when will Finn Balor get his title shot? Survivor Series. I'd put money. Finn Balor versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. That's why they're doing another match with Bray Wyatt, just to get him through the next few months. Uh, yeah, we'll see it then. Finn Balor will be killed. Don't expect anything more out of that right the other news this week is that jimmy jacobs who if you don't know is a ww writer who apparently was very successful and very well liked backstage got fired because he took a picture with the bullet club prior to their invasion angle they did in columbia a few weeks ago on raw and because that rubbed a lot of backstage people the wrong way and then they saw this after the fact he got fired now your first, if you know about all this stuff, your first reaction is going to be, well, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and I think Daniel Bryan have all, have all been on Being the Elite, which was the YouTube channel that the invasion was filmed for. And the problem is, is that Jimmy Jacobs was clearly disposable, and they're not because they're front-facing talent and he's behind the scenes. Is it ridiculous? Yes, but it's not my company. And I don't know what was said. I don't know what rules were put in place. I don't know if he broke one of those rules. I think if he literally got fired because he took a picture with some of his mates and put it on his Instagram account, which I didn't even know about until all this stuff came up. So all WWE has done in this situation is light a fire under the likes of Jimmy Jacobs and the Bullet Club with all this sort of advertising they're giving them, promotion. Of course, that, that shouldn't happen. Uh, you know, if you're working for a company and you don't know that you can't go take pictures with your mates... 
you take pictures with your mates. Like this isn't WWE versus WCW anymore. You know, I, 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 if I was at somewhere and some mates of mine worked for a rival company, they came out, I'd take a picture of them. I wouldn't think twice about it because I wouldn't be doing it in a malicious way. So yeah, it was silly. There's no two ways about it. It's, uh, it shouldn't happen. But And a lot of people are saying, but it didn't happen to this guy. No, because it's, it's all dependent on the person and the situation. There is no rule here. That's the thing. So all these people on social media going, well, this didn't happen to this guy. No, because there's no rule. So whoever, say Vince, I don't know, say Vince McMahon decided that Jimmy Jacobs could go because of this, fine. But I don't want to get Kevin rid of Kevin Owens because I have more worth in him. That's just what he thinks. And it's his company and he can do whatever he wants. I think the real question is how this affects the sort of any future relationship between the WWE and the Young Bucks. So I think on some level, a lot of us thought, oh, they'll go one day. I don't know if they will go now. Maybe they will. But this seems to be... It seems to be a situation that has become more than I think anybody ever would have anticipated it would have done. But my gut is, just as a headline, no, I don't think Jimmy Jacobs should have been fired, but it's not my company. I didn't make billions of dollars in the the professional wrestling industry. So so what do I know? Uh, but it's I'm sure Jimmy Jacobs will be okay. Apparently he's a very talented guy, very smart, knows what he's doing. We'll wait and see. We will wait and see. I'm looking in the corner here because somebody asked me a question and now I have lost it, which is bad. Somebody wants to know why they won't push Cesaro. They are pushing Cesaro. He's part of one of the best tag teams in WWE. He's featured on Raw every week. You don't have to be champ to be pushed. That's how I feel about it. Anyway, I don't think that Cesaro needs to be WWE champ. I think he's got a great role right now. That's just what I think. He's in the main event of TLC. Probably going to take the pin. But he's in the main event of TLC. He's done all right for himself. Um, and I think that's it, really. Just as I start to round off, if you do have anything else you'd like me to talk about in the comments or the live chat, make sure you ask now. Otherwise, yeah, thank you very much for joining me for the Week in Wrestling slash a wrestling journey training update. Uh, I'll be back next week to let you know everything that's going on. I think we can start predicting TLC next week, right? That's a week Sunday, so we can do that. How did I do with my predictions? I think I did well. I think I did all right. So make sure you join the Facebook group at Pro Wrestling. No, wait, what? Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. Search for that on Facebook. Join that. Follow me on Twitter at Simon316. Uh, if you do like this stuff, uh, I do need support. Not going to lie. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316 allows me to do these things without going stone cold broke, which would be bad. Um, and I think, you know, that's that's all the plugs, right? The YouTube channel, you can go to that, youtube.com forward slash C, forward slash Report Rules. I've just started a new fitness channel called Fitness Gains. So search for that or find it on my Twitter at Simon316. Accessible fitness tips for all. So please do subscribe to that. I'd like to start smashing that out. A lot of people have said, why don't you do that on your own channel, the Miller Report one? Sometimes you just need to have a niche. It's just true. That's how YouTube works. So I just think I don't want to start convoluting things too much uh, right some questions to end Niv15 should a CM Punk return only happen at Ring of Honor or New Japan I think a CM Punk return should be, happen whenever CM Punk wants to return I don't think he owes anybody anything he had a great run a great career he's a great wrestler if he comes back great if not that's cool I'm alright with that uh, Brad Bourne where do you think the angle story is going who knows man but that's become Jason Jordan has become such a background character at this stage. I would wait until the Shield stuff dies down, turn Jason Jordan heel and try and rev him up with that again because it's not working. It's, yeah, it's not working. It's just not working. Um, I get what they tried to do. Didn't work. That, you know, that's, uh, 
that, that's just what I think. Uh, Nif15, has WWE ruined Nakamura? You can't ruin Nakamura. He's got too much charisma, but I don't believe they've used him in the way that they should have used him. And that's that. Right. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry that a few of these didn't go up. This time I remembered to record it in Adobe Audition. So you can do that. So subscribe to that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Do a dance smile. Make your life feel great. If you are watching live, I'm going to stare into the camera for an awkwardly long period of time because otherwise the stream cuts off early and that cuts the audio off, <laughs> which, uh, uh, which sucks. Uh, A-Films once says, what's the name of the fitness channel? Fitness Gains. Fitness Gains. And the Bludgeon Brothers was, uh, was something else we were going to talk about as well. I hated it at first. Actually, the last few days I've fallen in love with it because it's so silly and I realize that I love it when wrestling is silly, but not when Bray Wyatt puts a shawl on his head, pretends to be a woman. Mm -hmm.